This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennekins, the Torch Audio News Brief for Thursday, June 3rd, 2010. Last night's episode of The Ultimate Fighter was the long-awaited revelation of Rich Franklin as the replacement for Tito Ortiz. Ortiz was officially fired from the show following the final quarterfinal bout uh, between Josh Bryant and Jamie Yeager. Um, Ortiz had to pull out of the fight because of uh, neck surgery he needed to get. Uh, Chuck Liddell was livid at the outset of the show, and uh, by the end, Rich Franklin was brought in, and they teased who his or they teased that um, his assistant coaches were uh, fighters that Dana wanted to um, overcompensate for losing Tito from this fight and from the show. Um, Ortiz was visibly dejected when he was given the news that he was off the show. Uh, he would complain later that it was uh, he thought the show was about the um, the fighters and not the coaches, and um, made multiple other comments in regards to it. But uh, as Dana White said, if he knew he was hurt, he shouldn't have come on the show in the first place because um, the whole thing was to set up uh, the whole reason they were coaching against one another. The only reason uh, Chuck agreed to do it with uh, Tito was because they were fighting afterward, and that's what the USC was trying to get put together. So. Tito never should have uh, taken the job if he knew he wasn't going to fight. But, uh, uh, well, they try to use it as a cliffhanger for uh, who the coaches will be with Rich Franklin. Um, the UFC.com afterward, and their recap of the uh, uh, of the episode revealed that it will be Forrest Griffin, Tyson Griffin, and uh, Gray Maynard. So, even though they only got uh, five days with uh, uh, Ortiz's former team, um, you know, five days with those guys is uh, was definitely a, a beneficial thing, and uh, we'll we'll see it all go down on next week's two-hour uh, final episode before the finale. They'll take a week off as they normally do, um, and next week will be the final lead-in to uh, Liddell Franklin at UFC 115. Um, how much press went into UFC 115, and how much anticipation there was. Very interested to see how the numbers pan out for 115, considering they, you know, while they've been running the um, the ads for Liddell versus Franklin, it's a week and a half before the events that they're finding out that why Franklin was uh, brought in uh, on the Ultimate Fighter. So they've only got you know an episode and a half to lead into the. Uh, the UFC 115 events in Vancouver, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how uh, that event does from a business standpoint, considering where the UFC is at, and uh, the numbers brought in for 114, and also the anticipation for 116 on July 4th weekend, so uh, speaking of UFC 114, early estimates are in for the pay-per-view buys, uh, cable estimates reported by uh, Dave Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. And uh, the, as expected, the, this card, massive, massive business. If these numbers um, stay the way they are or, or fall uh, even near the number that is projected, um, it will be the uh, fourth biggest event in UFC history behind UFC 100, UFC 92, and I believe it's UFC 66, the uh, rematch between Ortiz and Liddell that was the long uh, long-time standard bearer for uh, pay-per-view by UFC until it was broken by UFC 100. 
Now, uh, the early estimates have it at 925,000, which uh, surpassed Dana White's estimate by 75,000 buys. Whether or not that sticks is another story, as uh, the early estimates, it could be um, much lower. It could be significantly higher. It could be significantly lower. Uh, but that's the early trending reports and the cable estimates that they've got going for that. So along with over 500,000 um, pay-per-view buys for UFC 113, the UFC did very well in the month of May for pay-per-views. Um, or in, yeah, in the month of May, and they followed up on over 500,000 for UFC 112 in April and uh, nearly 800,000 for UFC 111 in March. So nothing but very good business for the UFC at this point. UFC 116 is going to do massive, massive business as well. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see if Lesnar's return is going to get the same type of uh, hype as we saw for the Rampage and Evans uh, bout because that was such a grudge match that uh, I mean, for a non-title fight, it absolutely blew away any other non-title fight the UFC has ever had. I mean, um, no other event without a title uh, fight on the card um, has gotten past the 600,000 pay-per-view by mark. This is well beyond that. So, uh, you know, that was a, a standard bearer now for a non-title main event that we're probably not going to see match in a long time. Uh, when it, when it comes to Lesnar's fight, however, you know it's a heavy it's the heavyweight title. The heavyweights are historically um, always a, a higher selling um, on pay per view overall, and Brock Lesnar especially. So his return after a year long layoff against a guy that um, is coming off the knockout win over Frank Mir, he finally got a lot of exposure in the co-main event on. Uh, a pay-per-view that was purchased by nearly 800,000 people. You know, this this fight with Carwin is going to be very big, could be the biggest heavyweight fight from a business standpoint that the UFC has run. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's going to reach uh, UFC 100 levels. Um, I, I con- Considering that is the, you know, the main selling point on this card, and there's no George St. Pierre to uh, back it up, it, it, it's going to be hard to... Uh, equal or surpass UFC 100, but it's still a very good card, and it still has Brock Lesnar's return in a massive heavyweight title fight. So uh, I think 116 is going to surpass what Rampage and Rashad brought for UFC 114 uh, last weekend. But right now the UFC is on a great run of business, and I'm just I'm very intrigued to see what's going to happen with UFC 115 and um, how that uh, pans out after. Um, not having a whole lot of hype leading into it because of Franklin just now being uh, officially announced during the Ultimate Fighter uh, as the new coach on the show a week before uh, the the final two episodes air. So, um, Finally, for UFC news today, UFC 117 on August 7th was officially announced. Um, Of course, Anderson Silva will defend his middleweight title against Shel Sonnen. And... uh, Curiously, the co-main event is Matt Hughes and Ricardo Almeida. It's not the most surprising thing, but considering there's the Roy Nelson Jr. Dos Santos fight, as well as John Fitch versus Tiago Alves uh, 2, um, a little surprising to see the Hughes-Almeida fight get bumped up to co-main, but considering Hughes just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, it's really not that surprising. 
some quick strike force news. The Kung Lee Scott Smith fight, uh, the rematch is official for the Strike Force M1 Global uh, Fedor vs. Verdum event on June 26th. Uh, Josh Thompson will also meet Pat Healy in a lightweight bout on that card. And KJ Nunes was moved from that June 26th card to the June 16th Strike Force Los Angeles fight. He will no longer be fighting Charles Crazy Horse Bennett and um, instead will get Connor Hewn in uh, lightweight action on that card. Uh, Hewn has not fought since his very, very entertaining three-round war with George Gergel last year, and uh, this will be Nunes' strike force debut. So, uh, with Bobby Lashley getting pulled from that card, they uh, got a couple of um, fights filled with younger guys on it, and uh, lesser-known names, but still should have some exciting action on that card with this Nunes Hewen fight, which should be very entertaining, and also the uh, Tim Kennedy-Trevor Prangley fight, and also the Robbie lawler um, Hanato babalu Sobral fight. You know, that fight should be entertaining, even though it means absolutely nothing and doesn't make a whole lot of sense for either fighter. Um, looking on the bright side of things, it should be an entertaining fight. Uh, as for the June 26th show... Um, you know, it's shaping out pretty well, and, and I'm, I'm a little curious to see Pat Healy getting this fight with Josh Thompson. Thompson's come just off of uh, losing his lightweight title to Gilbert Melendez, and Healy just made his strike force debut. I mean, he's a very legitimate opponent and a legitimate veteran uh, who has fought a lot of different fighters over his career, um, and, and just a lot of very good competition dating back to, I believe, his pro debut was in 2001. But considering they just signed uh, Josiah Jay-Z, Kel- uh, Calvin Conte, um, who has been uh, a staple in the Japanese lightweight scene for a long time, um, you know, I, I, that would have made a lot more sense, I think, for Thompson at, at this point. But, uh, you know, Healy's a legitimate competitor and a legit, legitimate challenge for, for Thompson. It's just a little bit of a surprising pairing. Um, at the, the Lee Smith fight, you know, that, that was expected to come at this point. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many more uh, fights Kung Lee has left in him at this point. I mean, uh, you know, he, he's going to want to get back into his acting, uh, and he's, he's up there in age, and despite, you know, only having seven fights, I believe it is, in, in MMA, you know, it's not going to be a long-haul career for him. He's not going to be doing this late into his 40s. He's going to transition over to movies. That's just how it's going to be for him. Um, but at this point, he wants to get the fight back against uh, Smith after um, you know, getting Scott Smith in December, and it should be an entertaining co-main event on this uh, card with Fedor and Verdum. So, uh, that's what we've got for a very busy June, uh, and a lot of uh, fight action after this weekend. We've got a you know, Bellator was off tonight, nothing major on Saturday or Sunday or even Friday night, so um, got an off weekend this weekend, and then everything kicks back into gear next week with the final uh, three weeks of Bellator starting on Thursday. Uh, we've got uh, the UFC 115 event on Saturday, and then um, right back into it the next week with Strike Force Los Angeles, Bellator 22 and the Ultimate Fighter finale in a four-day span. So 
a lot of really exciting stuff uh, coming up in the month of June and then heading into uh, the gigantic UFC 116 card on July 3rd. So that's all I've got for today. Once again, thanks for listening in. This is Jamie Penick signing off.